the big event uh, for uh, MB Heating and Cooling, a uh, homeless uh, veterans camp, uh, which is happening this weekend. And uh, a lot of people, of course, are going to be participating in that. Participating in that. And uh, Penny Harris-Powell is with us, the executive director of Fist Street Renaissance. Penny, good morning to you. And uh, first of all, uh, tell us all about this event coming up. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Mm-hmm. So MB Heating and Cooling is sponsoring a camp out for homeless veterans um, for Fifth Street Renaissance and our veteran programs. Um, it is this Saturday from 3 p.m. until 10 a.m. on Sunday morning, um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Exactly. I, I think that, that people, you know, get get a real good taste of what it's like to be homeless by what they do in this event, you know, being in the cardboard box overnight. And certainly, you know, uh, an October night is not quite as brutal as December or January, but still, it, it does give you the taste that, yeah, this is tough. It does. It um, raises awareness of um, the conditions that our homeless population live in. Um, and even just the discomfort factor um, besides the weather and the other things that happen when you are living um, in homelessness. Exactly. And, and the, the, the advantage that people have of doing this for one night is that they, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. For many of the homeless people, there isn't a light at the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. Um, it gives people an opportunity. And I say opportunity because I think that we all need to understand um, what is going on with homelessness in our community and with our veterans. Um, it is an opportunity to understand the conditions that they live in and the things that they go through just to survive. It makes you realize the things that we take for granted on a daily basis. Right. It, it gives you a, a little sliver of how lucky you are for, for the situation you are, because many of us, the way we're living right now, a couple of bad breaks and we could be in that same boat. And I think that that, uh, you know, it, it's always amazing to me when we do our food drives and we have people come up and say that, that you know, I'm, I'm donating because I, do, I needed some food uh, in the past from them, you know, and it's the same thing with the homelessness situation. You know, maybe none of us have ever never been homeless before, but uh, many of us are in a situation situation where a couple of bad breaks, especially with this COVID-19, and we could be homeless. Yeah, I think that, you know, um, it, it, it makes you take a look at your own personal situation, um, especially, you know, the pandemic has taught us a lot of lessons and, and showed us how unprepared we are for, um, for catastrophe or crisis. And, um, and, and that's multiplied for the lower income segment of our population who truly live paycheck to paycheck and one thing happens and suddenly they are without housing. Um, We see this all the time um, with individuals and families who may have a medical crisis or there may be a divorce or separation. Someone leaves the household, um, a car breaks down and requires a major repair and suddenly they have to choose between paying to keep their car running to go to work or paying the rent. Um, same thing with medical care and prescription copays and things of that nature. People who are uninsured, people on a regular basis have to decide whether to pay their rent or take care of their health. 
Um, it's a sad situation, and, and this event is just one way to kind of bring some of those realities to the top of our attention. Penny Harris-Powell is with us. She's the executive director of Fifth Street Renaissance here on WMAY at 92.7, 94.7, and 970 AM. And Penny, let's talk a little bit about Fifth Street Renaissance because you guys do such a great job of helping people. You know, Give everybody a good overview of what Fifth Street Renaissance is all about. So Fifth Street Renaissance has been in the Springfield community for over 30 years and was actually um, the first transitional housing program to open in Springfield. Um, We offer a number of services, depending on funding, up to 21 programs um, to assist um, both on the prevention and care side of homelessness and of HIV. Um, So we operate a food pantry that um, serves the community and is currently doing home deliveries um, for because of COVID. Um, we operate a SOAR program, which is a program that um, works to assist individuals um, to receive SSI or Social Security benefits. Um, we have a couple of DCFS programs that work with individuals, um, families who are homeless or near homeless and are at risk of losing custody of their children. Um, because of their housing situation. Um, Another DCFS program works with um, youth who have become homeless as a result of being turned out of the state's foster care system. Um, We have a mobile services unit that goes out into the community and provides HIV, hepatitis C, gonorrhea, chlamydia testing, distributes Narcan for opioid overdose, just a number of things that we can provide out in the field. Um, we have a variety of outreach programs for um, different different populations that are at risk. Um, we have transitional housing program for um, individuals where they can stay for up to two years while they work to address barriers to independent living. Um, we have a number of permanent supportive housing programs um, um, sorry. Um, no, we good. also have our veterans programs, um, which is one of the things that we really want to highlight today. Um, in 2012, Fifth Street Renaissance opened the first transitional housing programs to serve homeless male veterans in Springfield. Um, that program has 15 beds um, in addition to a live-in uh, ma- property manager Um, and provides intense case management to address the issues that they walk in the door with. Um, By the time they get to us, they are usually presenting with a multitude of barriers to independent living, and case management, both in-house and out-of-house, work to address those issues. Um, You know, a number of veterans come to us with PTSD issues, alcohol and substance abuse, mental and physical health issues, and we work to address the whole person and to ready them to move out into the community and live on their own. Um, Once they're gone, we continue to provide support as they need it and to help them maintain stability and housing in the community. Um, We also, at the end of last year, Um, after realizing a need for 
female veterans and veteran families, um, we opened a nine-unit apartment building that is a permanent supportive housing program for um, homeless female veterans and homeless veteran families. That program, much like our transitional housing program, um, provides intense case management and helps them to address uh, the various issues that they come with. Um, housing for veteran families and female veterans is much more scarce uh, than male veteran programs. And so we recognize it as a need. <clears throat> Once we opened our male program, the calls started coming in. And so we felt the need to address it and did so. Penny Harris-Powell is with us, the executive director of the Fist Street Renaissance. We're talking about the MB Heating and Cooling Homeless Veterans Camp, which is happening Saturday uh, here. But also we're talking a little bit about the Fist Street Renaissance and what they do. Penny, we have had a moratorium now on on people being kicked out of houses, you know, uh, since March, you know, since the start of the pandemic. Has that made your job as finding housing housing for uh, various people that uh, come seek your help, both veterans and non-veterans, has that made their job easier or harder? Uh, well, I think that we have only just begun to see the fallout from COVID. Um, people are without income. Um, they have not been able to pay their rent uh, and utilities in some cases. Um, it has made it very difficult, and it has... Um, increase the need to use the resources that we have at hand to the most efficient possibility. Um, so yes, it has it has made it much more difficult, um, and I think that that will continue to increase as we move to the end of the year. Yeah, getting with that answer that you gave, you know, getting looking at just the beginning of the fallout, once the moratoriums are lifted, do you anticipate this to be much more difficult? Oh, I anticipate something that we have never seen before. Wow. Um, I think that it is going to be, um, I think that it is going to be a crisis, not just in our community, but across the nation. Um, and agencies like mine or Fifth Street Renaissance and um, other agencies in Springfield are working diligently to address the homeless issue in our community and will continue to do so to try to house and keep housed as many people as possible. Have you Has the mayor reached out to you about the tent city at all or anything like that, about, uh, you know, getting some, some uh, uh, you know, permanent housing for some of those people that are out there on 11th and Madison? Absolutely. There is a huge initiative um, in process right now that is working to address tent city and other homelessness across Springfield um, and get folks in out of the weather um, before it gets really bad. I mean, no one who is homeless should be in any kind of weather, but, you know, the cold months are upon us. And so um, there is a diligent effort um, by, you know, the mayor, the city of Springfield and the mayor's office, um, the Heartland Continuum of Care and a number of agencies throughout Springfield to address the issue and, um, um, and, and to do it quickly. 
The other challenge here, too, is that the city's warming center they normally use will not be able to have as much capacity as it has in the past. And even the mayor uh, still has said that he doesn't really have a permanent place to start November 1st yet. You know, what what's going on behind the scenes with that? And are you guys able to 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 uh, find uh, some help for the city, too? We are working diligently to um, address the issue of the Winter Warming Center, and um, there are plans in progress that I am not at liberty to talk about. Um, You know, I will echo the mayor and that he will be releasing information very, very soon. And, you know, our hope, the hope for all of us is that it will open before November 1st and um, get Tent City and other individuals across the city off the street. Terrific. Well, anybody, we we, we got to get started by helping out with this event. So tell everybody about it again, the MB Homeless uh, Veterans Campout. Yeah, so um, it's this Saturday um, from 3 p.m. until 10 p.m. on Sunday. Um, we've added a couple of things this year that I think is going to make it fun. We're also going to make it a safe event. It'll be socially distanced, and we'll be um, doing everything that we can to um, make sure that it stays that way. Um, there is a coloring contest and a poster contest. We're going to show a movie um, and really try to raise awareness as well as raising money. Um, I would encourage people to go to um, either MB Heating and Cooling's um, Facebook page or their website, as well as Fifth Street Renaissance's Facebook page or website, and get more information. Um, there's also a GoFundMe account set up. Um, you can access that from either of the two uh, websites. And um, we just really need to work to raise money this year, as well as raising awareness. Um, you know, when we opened our female program, we had. Uh, enough money to get it ready to be um, used for housing, but we still have a lot of work to do. Um, We're trying to put in a laundry room. We still need to do fencing for the property. Um, There's some landscaping issues that need to be taken care of. And as winter approaches, we have a critical need to replace some of the HVAC systems in the units. Um, So we're hopeful that this will be a great event and raise lots of awareness and the money that we need to um, continue working on the property. Well, Penny, I know that there's a lot of uh, obstacles between now and a lot of challenges between now and the end of the COVID-19 pandemic, but uh, you guys seem to be ready to go to get off to a good start. Good luck. Uh, the best of luck to you, and I hope that everything uh, works out for finding people homes this winter. Thank you so much. We appreciate you having us on.